welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. And joining me this evening, I've got uh, Electric Psych Rockers. Um, they've uh, got a real fun uh, psychedelic spacey sound. Um, saw them at Company Brewing almost a year ago, and that was great. Um, and uh, they're called Robot Witch. And I'm excited to talk to them a little bit about who they are as a band and why they do what they do. Uh, we're going to go down the line. You guys can introduce yourselves and what you play. Matt, we'll start with you. Matt Lubis, play synths, uh, write a few of the tunes, vocals. Um, so I'm Ryan Koski, play, uh, play guitar, um, rhythm lead, just uh, like to fool around with effects, you know, uh, come up with cool riffs, you know, stuff like that, write songs, and then uh, some, some occasional like um, uh, backing vocals. So like, I can't really sing, but I can scream all right. So. I'm Eric Morrissey, aka Mr. Massacre. I am the drummer of Robot Witch, and my duty is to play drums, hold down the beat, and help write drum parts to the super psychedelic music with the transfusion of jazz, punk, and metal. Love, love to hear that. And then, of course, uh, I'm Jimmy. I play bass. <laughs> Welcome to the show, boys. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah thanks. Thank you. This is awesome. You're very welcome. How's everyone's day today? Just good. Day in the living, man. Living, living, living. But yeah. it was oh, Tuesday. Greater day I now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Today, uh, I don't know. I'm. I've been in a weird headspace just because, like, the election is next week, and I'm just dreading it. Mm -hmm. um but um but yeah uh today I went to a pumpkin farm got some pumpkins and i got to pet some alpacas and some turkeys and that was pretty cool yeah that was uh some much needed um creature comfort yeah uh, right now i feel you about it being weird like my birthday is november 5th so i'm trying to like figure out what to do for my birthday in a pandemic but also the election is right around that time so it's a weird time to plan a party <laughs> that's a, it could go either either of two ways we don't know yeah, yeah. Well, i heard we're not even actually gonna know the results until a couple days afterwards so that's true yeah because of this a lot of the mail-in yeah mail-in voting and stuff um yeah. Um, so, Jimmy, uh, you, it appears you're uh, out in space right now. Um, yes. How, how's it? How's the weather up there? Cold. Rigid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It's very cold. That's why I have the hat. Keeps oh, me warm. That's good. Yeah. As long as you have some some head protection, like. Yeah. Yeah. Keeps all the heat in. <laughs> that's good. Um, yeah. Well. Um, it's fitting to be up there considering uh your guys uh um sound so uh i, I love the uh i love the the, the theatrics there <laughs> somebody had to do it yeah oh, you know it you know it i didn't even know you could do this this is the first time i've been doing zoom <laughs> it's um it's a lot of people's first time doing zoom uh when i asked them to do the show so yeah, yeah it's it's really easy to use <laughs> 
it's easy to get used to but it's like this for you every time yeah yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm just glued to this screen like way, way too many hours in the day. um yeah well uh so guys what we talk about in mr nice guy we talk love and fear passion and creativity and as mentioned before um i had the pleasure of seeing robot witch uh at company brewing almost a year ago um it was uh it was a charity event i remember um yeah. matt uh you were you kind of organized that thing didn't you yeah that was the third year doing that uh starry nights charity so yeah, yeah. That was, we'll talk more about starry nights because i know that is you and your partner's thing um but uh that was uh that was really fun and it was cool to talk to you after the show hear a little bit about what you guys are working on matt i know that you also have another side project mfml which we can talk about as well um but uh yeah um i guess we can kind of start with uh let's hear a little bit about um kind of how music started for you guys individually jimmy we'll start with you over here um up in uh up in space uh yeah. tell me when um when did you start playing music? Um, when I was a teenager, like in like high school, basically. But my family has a lot of musicians in it. My mom is a violin luthier at White House of Music. She repairs instruments and stuff. So they were always around. She would just bring instruments home. And eventually me and my brother both picked them up. Just kind of from just being nearby all the time. And then I just kept playing and never stopped. <laughs> How old were you when you got in your first band? Um, well, I started recording mostly at first. So bands are a pretty recent thing for me. I've been making hip hop for a long time. So it's kind of a more solitary sort of endeavor. But so, I mean, Robot Witch isn't the first band I've been in, but it's the first like serious one, I guess. Among other projects now, but they were like, after I moved to Milwaukee, uh, they were kind of the first one that I joined. Oh, oh awesome. Uh, Ryan, how about you? Um, started playing guitar when I was around like 14 or so. And um, just, you know, took off from there where it's just didn't like I just kind of want to play Nirvana songs I guess you know kind of um and then uh just naturally just started writing my own songs and then um just was doing that for a while I was living up up in Rylander in the Upper Peninsula and um kind of just you know I was going to open mics up there and like everyone's like oh you're gonna be you know you gotta be in band or whatever it's like it's not gonna happen if I don't move to a city so big reason why I moved to Milwaukee um and then uh, went to the open mic at uh, Up and Under a bunch. And unfortunately, yeah, yes, in peace. I, I heard he's planning on reopening somewhere else eventually down the line. So hopefully. Um, but um, it's a big loss for the music community and stuff where did uh, open mic like every week for about like two years and kind of like really got my stage presence to the point where, you know, formed, formed my first band, um, which was F and Fun. Um, yeah, I've heard of you. Yeah. So, and then when that was still going on, um, I kind of formed with Matt and we we played a couple shows and stuff. Um, 
before like we get you know came up with the uh, robot witch name and stuff and then Evan fun kind of broke up and then just here was a uh, robot witch and then I got um I got one other side project um, um called spider ghost where it's um just my my guitar riffs and then my buddy um just hit, it's a hip-hop project so um where he just samples my my riffs and then loops it and then add spooky synths you know and bass lines and but yeah. eric how about you okay i've been playing drums since i was about four years old um it first started when um my grandmother turned me on to Sing 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 by Benny Goodman and Gene Krupa was playing the drums and that was my very first influence. And then when I was between seven and 10 years old, my father, who was a bass player in around um, the Milwaukee East Side from the, <clears throat> excuse me, mid seventies to uh, early nineties, um, he brought me up around that area with all of the musicians that have been all around the East Side starting from uh, Backyard Bastards. First time I was on stage was when I was seven and I did YYZ with him. Me and him did it in uh, this Backyard Birthday Bash. This was, oh man, this had to be in 86 or 87, something like that. But anyway, um, my first band was called Black Light Special and that was when I was about 15. And it was with um, my friends Noah and Donald, Noah on bass, Donald on vocals. And then later on, it progressed into Reality Check, but then Reality Check just fell off because everybody went their separate ways. And then my, um, I did the family thing until 2006, and then I started up the music again. And uh, from 2006, I've been in about, about 15 bands. And um, I am currently with Robot Witch, and I'm also with another project called Audio's Rehab with a longtime friend. And um, I also play drums and percussion for the CJ band, which uh, we just did um, a demo in the studio. It's really good stuff. Um, and I still practice on a daily basis. Even when I'm watching TV, I got the drum pad and I got the sticks. Always keeping myself polished and always uh, ready for music. Love the music, love the scene, and I was born for it, and I'll die for it. Love to hear that. Amen. Here's to that. <laughs> That's great. Um, I, I love that spirit for sure, and it's cool that you, uh, you know, you had like uh, kind of uh, put it to the side for a while to. You know obviously focus on other things but you it never like disappeared it was always still kind of there and then you returned with it mm -hmm. um that's you know always uh a fantastic um it's always a warming uh feeling to hear that for sure because i definitely admire it um, thank you thank you and it came at just the right time too yeah yeah most definitely um and then last but not least matt you have the floor. Yeah, I like sung in a few bands in high school and college. And then um, kind of just stopped doing that and just started playing drums. And I probably drummed in like five different bands. Just kind of all went nowhere. And it was just frustrating. So I'm like, well, how about if I just start picking up an instrument and writing songs and 
then the band never ends unless I want it to end because it's they're my songs. So uh, <laughs> that's just kind of where I went with that. Or I could always create music to just keep playing because I just don't ever want to stop the train, you know. So that kind of then formed into Mothlight and then eventually like Robot Witch too. Are you from Milwaukee? Yeah, born and raised. South side, north side, east side. Now I'm back on the south side again. <laughs> every side. <laughs> There's nothing I don't know about the city pretty much. I know every nook and cranny. There you go. Yeah. Um, it's a lot to know, um, which I have found from uh, doing Breaking and Entering, how many like pockets there are in the music scene. Like I find something new, like, like a new cluster of bands um, that like either existed or exist now, I feel like every week, um, there's always something going on, which is always exciting. Um, and, uh, new bands popping up now with all these people with downtime or do you see people putting out less stuff? Like what's been your response or what, what have you noticed? Um, it, it definitely depends on, I guess, like, um, how motivated people are to like create and like make music and play with each other right now i've definitely noticed that a lot of solo efforts are uh dominating the scene right now um a lot of like diy and like home recorded stuff has been um has uh been like coming out the last couple months which is understandable because of quarantine but um like a lot of hip hop, the hip hop scene has been thriving uh, yeah. through quarantine. Um, a lot of like hip hop. <laughs> yeah, but not a not a whole lot of. I mean, there's some bands that are working right now, but generally bands are working a lot slower. Although there have been a couple that have appeared on the scene recently. Um, some that were work. A lot of bands were working on shit when all this started, and now. It's all thrown into yeah. limbo, you know, which I don't know how that situation has panned out for you guys, but. I mean, it's, I think it's like that for everybody and like any, every project, it has been like pretty much blown up in one way or another, like maybe not irreparably, but like at least somewhat like stuff has to change. You can't just keep going the way that it, you were going before find ways around it to keep playing and keep producing and keep making music. That's the key to this whole pandemic thing is not getting rusty, but getting polished so that when it does all end and we can play again, we give these people the best performance they had what might seem a hundred years. Exactly. Yeah. I, I know. I mean, like, I was going to shows every week, like when, like before the pandemic started, but I feel like tenfold, I won't, tenfold, I won't be taking shows for granted once shows oh, are, sure. you know? Yeah. yeah. Not right. shows. I think that goes for all of us, man. Yeah. Yeah. I miss Cactus Club. <laughs> oh, Cactus yeah. Club is awesome. Had many, many great shows there, man. Yeah. Straight up, man. Just, just like just random show 
whatever it is, high dive company, Linemans. Well, just me and new friends and just networking and stuff too. Like yep. just going to support my friends' bands or whatever. And then, well, whoever they're playing with, you know, make, I've met so many friends just through the music scene. So it's unfortunate, yeah. you know, and then pretty much everyone's going, we're all in this together, I guess, you know, we're all the musicians and stuff. They're all struggling for the most part. And it sucks for some, some people like that was their full-time job was just gigging, you know, and yeah. shows and where it's like, you know, they, you know, had to get like an actual job, I guess, you know, where, <laughs> but you know, it's been unfortunate for some people, you know, yeah. than others. We had uh, one show that got canceled. Um, it was the weekend right before the lockdown happened. We were going to play at um, Cooperage um, with Full Fiction. It was uh, the Mama Tried After After Party. Um, and man, that week, it was like there was going to be so many people there. And like we kind of would have been really good, like just for exposure and everything, where it's like so close to like breaking through. And then basically everything got on, put on hold for, for a year. So, but they, I, I heard Matt said that um, they'd be willing to like book us there in the future and stuff like a makeup date. So, that is probably the best venue to see a psychedelic show. I was super excited when we got booked there, and it's like just yeah. the rug just pulled out. Yeah, and that was um, it was before the actual lockdown happened. It was because it happened like right before things, uh, St. Patrick's Day, and it was that Saturday. And we, they canceled the show before, like they were required to. So I ended up ended up going and seeing a different show that night. Where it's like, man, I should have been playing stuff. But it was in, you know, it was a the right call, I'd say. That was a pretty low blow for Robot Wish, man. Um, independent venues need our help, so yeah. we all got to support. Come out and support the independent. For sure. Yeah. Of course. I um, mean, we have the ring now. You said what? We have the ring now. At Kneverland. So that oh, yeah, WMS, yeah. WMSE does their local live from there, but I have a practice space in the studio. It's pretty awesome what they've done. Shout out to WMSE. They do great work. Um, so, that being said, guys, uh, how did Robot Witch form? Um, I guess, Matt, you want to start off? Yeah, it predates me. Same here, man. <laughs> oh well like, moth light which was a five piece so it was kind of hard to kind of tour sometimes so i kind of just branched off and um i hit up like a former moth light drummer and me and him just went down to nashville to play some shows which is really cool yeah, and, then, two -piece. Uh, and then i hit up ryan to do a sample of a velvet underground song yeah i mean and then we recorded that guitar track i played that live with that guitar track and then I asked you to play it on stage with me, and then that's kind of how you joined. Yeah. And then we were still just going by MFML at the time. So yeah, that's right. So it actually wasn't robot. We're still playing solo shows and stuff. We're going under that moniker instead. Yeah. <clears throat> and Addison. then our old drummer Ryan left. Got Eric, who used to play in Mothlight with me. And then I think uh, Jimmy responded like a Craigslist ad. And Yeah, I, I responded to a Craigslist ad. Me and Matt actually had some mutual friends uh, between yeah. us. We figured out later. So we kind of all knew some of the same people. 
It was pretty cool when um, Jimmy came to the, the practice tryout and stuff. It was just an instant click where yeah. we're playing on one of my more trippy, you know, songs, uh, Take Me to Your Dealer. And it's just, it was just a natural fit right away where he's like, yeah, let's do it. So. And as I got to say, Take Me to Your Dealer was such an awesome song. And also Jimmy, one of the finest bass players I've had the opportunity to work with. Much love to you, bro. Yeah. Thanks, Eric. So how does Robot Witch's sound kind of compare to what Mothlight was? I guess it's a bit different in the way that these are male vocals versus the female vocals. Um, and I'm not writing all the songs. Um, with an instrument now we have a guitarist so there's like a blend of both synth uh lead instrumentation and guitar or both so there's been a different kind of collaborative process that way so that's been really fun and different for me um i'd say we robot which we still got a pretty eclectic sound um but i definitely i think because i've seen uh, mothlight shows before they broke up and I think that like I I'll kind of prone to getting a little heavy sometimes like just heavy heavy guitar just power chords and stuff sometimes and then just solos and everything but I think it's more punk rock yeah it'll be more punk rock I feel like we play a lot of different genres just depending on the song we can we can really switch it up a lot yeah like we were even working on like some like 80s um new wave stuff to get math doing more sense, you know. <laughs> I have, really? I have an old world. Well, like my, my old band, F and Fun, like we covered, um like I believe in a thing called Love by the Darkness and like some Blondie stuff too. So it's like, I, I love that music, you know. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've covered, I've seen hundreds of shows in Mo hundreds of Milwaukee bands and I haven't seen anything quite like Robot Witch. This yeah. same. Like, I, you guys well, we got are, Matt in the wild card on synths. Yeah, you guys are <laughs> definitely I mean, I'm best on synths. your own thing. Yeah. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. In a, in a very good way. I, yeah. I love yeah. your sound. I love what Matt does with like the vocoder on some oh, songs. Cool. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, Robot Rock. Robot yeah. Rock. Yeah, robotic vocals. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I love with my delay pedal. I'll I'll kind of get a little modest mousy sometimes, you know. My solos, James always, Jimmy always says that I always do that at least one time. <laughs> I'll, I'll uh, you know, kind of trip out, you know, space out on yeah. solos, you know. But one of my favorite bands is Built to Spill, so so oh, yeah, modest mouse. That's yeah, a great. That's, that's a great one of, my, one of my favorite guitars. So a lot of influence from him. Dope. Um, yeah, that's another thing is, um, so did you guys all kind of grow up on like psychedelic music? Um, I started kind of like with the pop punk kind of like Blink-182, some 40, like that's when I was a teenager, or like, you know, middle school kind of, and then um, went through all my phases, you know, to Nirvana and then Zeppelin, you know, and it went through my hip hop phase and everything, you know, but, and then, you know, always the classic rock like i love the stones and elton john and stuff too you know i got a big base of music i like um but psychedelic like 
just Sabbath, you know, like um, Black Angels, just love them. Um, when it's just, that's just like my wheelhouse, kind of. And Queens of Stone Age, that's definitely way up there. Uh, I grew up listening to everything because of my parents. They were both Zappa freaks and like uh, just, it. I don't know. It kind of just spiraled out of control from there. <laughs> so I don't really, there really isn't anything that's like off limits or that I don't regularly listen to. I mean, I listen to WMSE like at work. So it's whatever they're playing. I know you're a huge Primus fan. Yeah, I am yeah, a huge Primus fan too. Oh, yeah. that sort of that sort of uh, took over when I first started playing bass. That's pretty much all I played. But I I branched off once I sort of figured that stuff out. Yeah, that's the thing. We kind of just all love music, all types of music, whether it's indie rock, psychedelic, grunge, big band, swing, metal, like electronic music. So it's really what blends us all together, punk. Yeah, we used to cover a Marilyn Manson song. <laughs> that was kind of short, but yeah, we did. <laughs> that was before my time. I never learned that one. I, there's just no rules, you know? That's yeah. yeah. Which, whatever. Yeah, That's we, true. Like, we never like have a set genre that we for each song. Because like, I'll have some like, more like melodic songs that we've, haven't really played at shows but we definitely have been working on um kind of like some softer more melodic stuff too you know or nothing's off limits yeah sky is the limit the sky is not even the limit it's outer space that ain't even the limit man where jimmy's at <laughs> yeah somewhere get on my there. Somewhere out there, that's the limit <laughs> pointing to his screen um so uh yeah no then that's like the best that's the best way to be a band is when you are like when you do take like inspiration from everything um like i kind of grew up listening to everything too i mean i definitely gravitate more towards like psychedelic and experimental music electronics like that's kind of my like go-to but you know nothing like kind of what jimmy said is nothing is off limits for me either um you can take you can feel yourself listening to you know, I mean, I, I got into country, you know, like I, I, I used to be so against country. For a long time. But there's just, good as I just could never listen on the radio. Oh, yeah. I just couldn't ever listen to like the mainstream country station, but there's tons of amazing country bands and like just a lot of the older stuff. I like a lot, like the singers and songwriters and stuff. That's just oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. I heard like um, older country like Johnny Nash or Johnny Cash is more like similar like uh, folk music now. That's yeah. there's more similar yeah. to you know it was country back in the day, but like what their folk music is basically the same, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, hell yeah, I got yeah like totally. Um, so um, Matt, I know uh, you had kind of told this story when I interviewed you for Breaking Entering, but how did the band's name form? Oh, well, me I and Matt have a disagreement over. <laughs> this is a contentious <laughs> question you just asked. Man, you guys uh, should have been there when I asked it. Then I'll, I'll shift it to to Ryan on this one, actually. Okay. Yeah. Well, so it's inspired 
by by Matt's girlfriend Elsa. <laughs> so she she's the robot witch, you know. But I, I don't know. He's like, um, I don't know. I just I was coming up with band names, just throwing them out there. Like for one time, we, me and Matt and and Greb, uh, we agreed on a band name for like a week, and then we decided it was stupid. It was gonna be called um, Auto Erotic Electronic Fixation. No, no, <laughs> autopilot. Autopilot, yeah, or something like that. Auto electronic, <laughs> electronic autopilot. And it's like I don't know what we were thinking. Like, that was a dumb idea. And then um, I don't know for for a while I was thinking like I want to have a band called like Stoner Robot Babes. I think that'd be kind of cool. So then I was just like, like so I just wanted robot in the in the. Can we change it actually to that? Stoner Robot Babes. Yeah, yeah. Robot Babes. But, um, you heard it I, here. I don't know. If, well, Matt got like a text. I was chilling at his house, his apartment, and from from Elsa and saying that she's like eighty percent witch or something. I'm like, what about robot witch? He's like, yeah, let's do it. There you go. That's good. That's good. Um, no, I, I think it's a, it's a it's a fun name. It's creative. Um, well, when Jimmy yeah. heard the name, he's like, I'm in right away. As soon as he he saw, heard the the band name, he's like, I just thought right, it was a cool band name. <laughs> we should use that. Until I heard Stoner Robot Babes. <laughs> but, uh, robot Witch is a perfect. Um, it's a perfect. It's a perfect name for the kind of music that we do: the psychedelic punk, psychedelic rock, uh, yeah. mixing some jazz, uh, some death metal, um, every single Definitely. kind of music style you can think of. But in the sense of um, having it, the psychedelic psychedelic and with the synths and with the uh, robotic voice microphone and everything and just how we transition from high to low, fast to slow, man. Um, it's the perfect name for the kind of music that we're doing. Yeah, where yeah. it's like um, the, you know, which is kind of like psychedelic and stuff, you know, where, but mm -hmm. um, with the synths, it's adding like the robot part, I guess, I don't know. Like, yeah. oh, we're mashing two things in the yang. <laughs> you just cram two things together. Yeah. We're just mixing a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's cool because, like, I remember your guys' set, like, every song was something completely different than the other. You know, like, it was each song was its own imagination of sorts. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, that being said, that's a good segue into talking about what are you guys working on? Um, we got, I got a couple of new songs we, that I've, I wrote during quarantine, a little bit more punk, um, that we're really excited about working on. And then, um, we have a ton of, ton of songs that like we played out at the set that we haven't recorded yet. Um, we did have one recording session that, that, um, we're finishing mixing, mastering that mm -hmm. should be released soon, but, um, yeah, we, we got a couple of great that. songs that we want to release out there but we're kind of it's just a quarantine kind of like screwed us all over because like we were kind of like trying to time it up like we're for like play shows and stuff you know like you know mm -hmm. before we start like promoting too much you know like we had to have material for people to listen to you know yeah so also the way that we work has a lot to do with band practice and like working the songs out together in person so not being able to do that as much really hurt, you know, finishing a lot of that stuff. Plus it interrupts the feel because when you play music, you feel the music and 
when you're playing with your bandmates in person, it's not only just does the music come together better, but you also get everybody's feeling. You get everybody's vibe, everybody's rhythm. Yeah. And um, we're pretty much going to get back up on practices now that um, we all got the time and we know that this stuff's going to be coming to an end soon. And we want to be ready for the venues when we hit it again. And what a better time than in the wintertime on the quarantine when all you have time to do is practice and polish. And then when you come out, you not only have new material, but you're all brand new, just brand new people in general, giving the audience what they want, what they don't expect. I'll say one thing too, where we don't have like a set genre for our songs. Uh -huh. A lot of different songs that will, types of music that we play um where it's, it makes it a little bit harder kind of like to market ourselves maybe in one way where it's like people don't know what they're getting but i'll say like with our standard of quality or whatever where it's like every song you're gonna get in is you know we we feel really strong about all of them you know like i don't really feel like there's any filler in our set at all which is good you guys are rejuvenating of sorts yeah. and you guys are getting back yeah super rejuvenating rebuilding it's been a long time in the, in the waiting we're gonna so back i guess like yeah, yeah. we've lost some momentum there but yeah the goal is to record again over the winter we pretty much almost have an ep done and we're gonna bang out another ep and we're gonna just be able to you know release the stuff whenever it's uh, proper or even just release stuff right now, even just a single or something to get her name yeah. out there a little bit, get some press. Send my way. For sure. Yeah. Um, I think that we could all say too, where just not just like for playing shows and like, you know, getting people out there, but like all of us, we're all musicians. Like this is something like, for me at least, like this cathartic playing, you know, like it's just, it really sucks not doing that. Like not, you know, something i need for my my sanity <laughs> so yeah i definitely hear you um <clears throat> yeah um that's exciting um yeah i look forward to what you guys uh cook up in the kitchen if you will <laughs> we always cooking, um, man. i don't have a i don't have a kitchen up here so well <laughs> we got the steak tartare for y'all <laughs> Well, that's why people bring space stations up there. So I forgot mine. So we'll go back down and get it. <laughs> um, Matt, uh, so uh, I know you, you know, you all, you dropped an album earlier this year under F MFML. It was a, was it Destination Unknown? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, Alan and I were, um, we were really impressed by that, that by that piece of work. Um, you want to talk a little bit about sort of like the concept behind, because it is like a big concept space thing. Um, how, what kind of like inspired you with that piece? Yeah, I was just kind of, well, watching a bunch of like dystopian films and stuff at the time. And like, I just kind of wanted to make a soundtrack to a movie, but there was no movie. And then it just turned into um, like a concept album and it just kept building from there. So, and 
I wanted to get like a bunch of different singers on it and that just didn't kind of happen, but it was just fun. It was just like a big experimental thing to do. And um, it was really cool to be able to collaborate with Elsa for the first time musically on a bunch of stuff. So, and I'm hopefully gonna release another EP probably sometime during this quarantine and she's on another track. And this is gonna be more of like a proper uh, regular EP with uh, vocals probably in like almost every track. And I did something with the Quills too that I still oh, haven't released. Shout out to the yeah. Quills. Oh, Quills and Dashcam. So also shout out Dashcam. He, Donnie is the one who made my uh, intro music. Oh, uh, of course he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love Donnie. I love Donnie. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's going to be really fun and exciting to do too. Uh, and I, I write a lot of that stuff on like a tablet and everything. And I can't really play like 10 cents at once. So a lot of that stuff just kind of becomes like this really nice, um, uh, clean, like recording thing that I can't really do live and a way to uh, get this other stuff out. But and then Robot, which is obviously a whole lot more of an organic um, uh, creative experience with these dudes. Oh, awesome. Well, I yeah. look forward to what you, uh, what you uh, come up with. I, yeah. I, I mean, and you just named uh, some really uh, solid artists in the electronic scene. Um, I The Cools are actually on the show uh, recently. The episode's not out yet, but they were here. Oh, right on. Yeah, those guys are, yeah, they're, they're great. Uh, I was just listening to their uh, go- version of Ghost Town because it's like starting to almost be Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> that cover is awesome. They, so yeah they have a whole record of covers coming out soon so oh that's pretty cool i've been wanting i have always thought that they should do a cover of revenge by the eurythmics and i was thinking about uh seeing if they wanted to do a version of that together <laughs> funny stage somehow hears that here um yeah proposing to him <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's basic. They're an electronic duo, and that that song has a bass in it. So it'd basically just be like, "Can I play bass with you guys?" <laughs> Speaking of the Quills, um, my first time seeing them was at Bremen, and uh, their equipment took yeah, up about is. half the room. <laughs> <laughs> they bring a lot of shit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah they, they do. do. Yeah, but their shows are awesome. Yeah, their shows are fantastic. Um, yeah um and then uh um you want to talk a little bit about um starry night's charity and just kind of how the whole thing kind of what its whole concept is yeah i just wanted to find a way to just give back i remember when i first started playing shows i thought well this is just a great avenue to um you know do some philanthropy um and get out there and help out the community one way or another and so it just kind of turned into like a a Christmas show every year and has for three years. I don't know what I'm going to do this year. And the same thing with all since day. It's just like that this would have been the fifth year doing that. So I thought about doing some of this stuff virtually and it just didn't happen, I guess. I don't know. I just don't see the same kind of response for those things. And I feel like it's a lot of work and it's, I don't really know how to do it either. So, but I give mad props to everybody who's out there doing it. 
but yeah yeah i feel that what was the charity uh last year again i remember it was, it was milwaukee va and habitat for humanity yeah. i yeah, think okay. um it was just a, a raffle um that we had to raise money i think uh, matt matt said that we raised like 600 or so for those two charities last year something like that yeah yeah, we pick a different charity every year to raise money for, which is really cool too. So we get to work with different people uh, every year and help out different folks, which is really, really fun to do. I'm maybe thinking about doing like a like an auction this year at least or something like that. So, but I really love doing it with Elsa as well. It's like something else we work on together. So. Um, that's been really nice and special. I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, great. You know, great ups to you for uh, keeping it a consistent thing. Um, yeah, it's awesome. And um, let me know uh, what you end up deciding to do this year for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. This is usually the uh, a really busy time of the year. Uh, All since day is right around my birthday, like November 8th. So it's usually like my birthday party. So just like you, Jimmy, I don't know what to do either. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. And then also like everybody's all like worked up about the election that's going to happen like right before our birthdays. So it's like, I don't know. It's weird. It's ready for the election to be over. Yeah. yeah. Me too. For real, real, man. Yeah. I already voted like a month ago. And I'm yeah, just... I feel like a lot of people did already so. i'm still getting like three things from the, like the center for voter info and shit i get so much mail things man and i voted like three weeks ago man they're pressuring the shit out of people for voting man ain't that something yeah and i get like i still get texts every day <laughs> from move on america <laughs> yeah man it's yeah, like we get it. I've been, I've been, I, I literally voted just to get it out of the fucking way because yeah. I was not pleased with the outcome. Right. Like the song, under pressure. Right, quite, quite literally. So, um, so uh, before we, before we close out here, um, so I'd love to hear some, um, you know, Eric, Ryan, Jimmy, um. Um, for any of you guys working on uh, music or in projects outside of Robot, which like uh, what you guys are working on, you know, on on this besides this. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, I can shout out uh, Bootleg Records. The it's a you can go to see stuff on YouTube, and there's like a media fire link and stuff. It's where all of the hip hop projects that I work on with my roommate. It's principally his, but we've been collaborating for a long time. So a lot of the stuff that we work on ends up on his channel as demos for people. Or So we've been working on a record that has a bunch of people from Milwaukee in it. Like uh, Sister Strings is on it. Amanda Huff did a track. Miss Lotus, uh, Taj Raiden, like a whole bunch of people. So I'm looking forward to finishing that and uh, releasing it. The best... Uh best artists to pick from uh, in the city. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, well, I'm, well, I mentioned earlier where my I have a hip-hop side project. Um, 
with my friend um, uh, Josh Ricano. So that's Spider Ghost. So we we released an EP just on Bandcamp. Um, I think started the uh, like right when lockdown started. So um, just on Bandcamp. Um, and then we I just got to lay down some more tracks for him to work on. Um, and then I kind of just we basically will play play my songs and then he'll pick and choose parts to it and he works his magic. So, and then I help him like with the, you know, producing and stuff and, and then he'll, he'll add uh, vocals over the top. So, yeah. So, and I saw like my old F and fun stuff on Bandcamp as well. So we, we did a couple um like tiny EPs with um Paul Nevers, so. Yeah. And then of course, Eric. Okay, I am currently um, doing some recording projects with uh, Coventry Jones, also known as the CJ Band, which includes um, sax player uh, Scott Summers, and we have someone randomly on bass from uh, who CJ knows. Um, but and also, um, I've been doing another side project with um, the old bass player from Mothlight, Zach Beer. We've been every week uh, pounding out just a couple of jams and originals that he's working on. And we just got, we just pounded out and nailed two original songs and we're building something up on there. And then other than that, um, I just use my spare time if I'm not doing my annual duties as a husband and as a father and all that. I basically just drum, 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 more drums. The sticks are an addiction. It's a drug I'm addicted. And I can't get enough of it. And if I'm not making music, I'm practicing music, you know, to keep everything polished and clean, straight and played. And um, ready for any any music out there, man. You need to drum around there. But most likely Robot Witch has got to be hands down top project that I'm with because we got a full unit. We got a great set of songs. We have great showmanship. We got vibe, technique, and we're just fun as a motherfucker to watch. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and like I, I mean it. Like you guys are. I, I'm really excited for you guys' recordings because. Wait till you see Ryan's high kicks. Oh yeah, I've been working on my high kicks. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, you gotta get the uh, the acrobatics. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, definitely, I like jumping on amps and you know all over yeah. the place. Yeah, so, I turn into a madman. So, oh yeah, thanks for being on the show, guys. This is fun. Great to get. Thank to know you. you guys yep. Uh, Thank you very much. For for certainly. But before <laughs> we're not done quite yet, ask you guys each the closing questions that I ask everyone. Uh. Let's start with Eric for this one. Um, uh, Eric, what keeps you up at night? What keeps me up at night? Yes. Um, if it's not all kinds of thoughts on what wrongs I got to write, mostly um, it's just music. And um, every day I just look forward to playing more music taking care of business, being the family guy, being the individual musician, that got kids that are also playing instruments too, keeping the generations thing going. 
And um, other than that, if anything else keeps me up at night, I'll just down the shit out of some Z-Quil and knock you right the fuck out, man. (laughs) (laughs) Matt, what keeps you up at night? Oh, man. I don't even know anymore. Uh, The days are just such a blur. Um, But I work from home now, so sometimes I can't just wait to wake up and uh, make sales. I'm a salesman now, so I'm either making sales up for my own merch company I launched or for my regular full-time job. So it's been, uh, it's been cool. Uh, or I'll watch like sports from the night before that are recorded. So I'm, I'm just like excited to watch a, a Packer game the next day or a Bucks game or something. So there you go. Fun stuff. Yeah. Jimmy, what keeps you up at night? Uh, that's a good question. It's kind of hard to I really guess, keep track of that when, you, when you're up in space because it's always yeah, 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 losing yeah. track of time. I think the thing that keeps me up at night is just like juggling and managing everything. So you just like, you're like, did I get all of it? Am I going to do everything? Or am I going to miss some of this stuff? So it's like the stuff that you're not sure if you're going to get all of it done on time. That usually keeps me up. Do you ever but, wake up and write the stuff down? Sometimes I got to do that. Like, otherwise I cannot go back to sleep. Like, I got to write this shit down. Or Yeah, that's the other. <laughs> yeah, you got to, like, do something to force yourself to get stuff done sometimes. It's not a bad thing or a bad feeling, I don't think. But uh, it's not always pleasant to like feel like you're not going to finish everything or like get all your shit done. Ryan, what keeps you up at night? Uh, well, I'll say like, I have like chronic insomnia like a lot. So I'm always be up pretty, pretty early into the mornings. Um, but a lot of times it's just, I'm on Reddit or whatever, just Wikipedia, just down the road. I'll have like 10 tabs open on my computer and like, <laughs> and it's just, I just want to learn it all. And like, just, you know, and then, so I gotta, I gotta like, you know, try to read that one article and then, and then along the way, I come up, find two more articles I got to read. And then it's just never ending. I got sucked into Reddit this year as well. <laughs> so I know exactly what you mean. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. You learn so much stuff, just random, random facts. Yeah. And whatnot. Or and you can get thing. really entertained, you know, there's some really entertaining. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Well, Reddit, it, you make it what it is. Like you, with yeah. what, what you subscribe to and, and whatnot. Um, then also music that's one thing where definitely i've gotten trouble like staying up way too late where if i listen to music my mind gets racing like so it's like try not to listen to music anytime after like 3 a.m because if i listen to music after 3 i'm going to be up until 6 a.m no matter what so birds will start chirping by that yeah yeah Yeah. and then i gotta put on like some boring documentary on youtube try to fall asleep eric what what puts you to sleep what put me what puts me to sleep um, is when I got all of these rapid rapid thoughts in my head you know to shut down one by one plus might I add um, Z equal just knocks you the fuck out and wakes you up like feeling like a million bucks but um other than that uh, what puts me to sleep is um, just continuously listening to music or watching some boring ass fucking documentaries and 
all of a sudden you're just feeling like night of the living dead and then you know you gotta go to bed but <laughs> with, um having um a wife to wake up to and also uh seeing the sun or the clouds as we've been seeing with these great fucking cloudy days but every day is a good day when you wake up and i look forward to when i when i go to sleep i wake up to live another day love it yes yes most definitely matt what puts you to sleep yeah, just knowing my ladies by my side, Elsa. Just shout out the lady. Shout out the lady. <laughs> if it wasn't for her, I would be like Ryan with like twelve tabs open on Wikipedia. <laughs> on, God knows what I like. I just you don't know how many times where she's just telling me to put the damn phone down or you really gotta open your computer right now. Like my mind is always racing, always. <laughs> always brainstorming so it's good for her to like keep me in check so and i'm like okay I, we're going to bed okay. i will say there have been times where i've been chilling at matt's place and like we'll I'll just be watching a movie or whatever like youtube videos and stuff and you'll like fall asleep like just when i'm still there i'm like i just have to like let myself out <laughs> well yeah it's like four just in the be passed out on it on his chair <laughs> does matt have comfy chairs yeah, he actually did have some comfy chairs. I haven't oh. been to his new place yet. So. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, Jimmy, what puts you to sleep? Uh, a nice meal and a few beers. <laughs> that's a that's a that's what gets me too. Yeah. Uh, and then Ryan, I say like I have to be like completely exhausted. Like, where if I like just worked all day, you know, didn't get a lot of sleep the night before, and then. As soon as I get home from work, I just pass it, pass right out, and then just rinse and repeat, I guess. But otherwise, just Unisom. Sometimes I'll take a Unisom that have me not just knock me out. So there you go. Thanks again for being on the show, my friends. Um, Thank you. Fun. Yeah. Thank you very much. And uh, for everyone watching, uh, stay tuned for Robot Witch and what they got coming up uh, in the future. Uh, keep an eye out for uh, some music. Um, as well as uh, the various side projects. Uh, keep an eye out for Starry Nights Charity, what they end up doing this Christmas. And uh, thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. All right. Thanks a lot. Ben.